How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was. I think he's been pretty fluid um, from the beginning, but, I mean, it gets easier and easier each week. Um, you know, Brock has, there's lots of times that the headset will cut off, and um, there's a number of times we don't have to use a timeout stuff because he's got a lot of those plays memorized anyways. Um, I think he gets better at anticipating the calls that I'm going to do. So once he starts to hear a formation, I'm going to always finish it, but he's already walking to the huddle, kind of finishing what I'm saying. So um, he's good from the beginning, and he's only getting better at it. It's Kyle Shanahan. Grant and Danny welcome you back on the fan. That's one thing I think we don't talk enough about when it comes to Brock Purdy because the debate inevitably just becomes how much of it is him, how good is he versus the Shanahan help or the, the, the playmakers around him. It does need to just be stated as often as possible that even if you drop another seventh-round pick from almost any other year into this situation, they wouldn't be playing like this. So, yeah, it's really beneficial to him, and he's got a great situation, just like Jimmy G did. Yeah. In kind of making Jimmy G's career, it'll make him $30 million this offseason to go play somewhere and eventually probably be a disappointment. Because you are better for having worked with Shanahan in this offense. You're better for throwing the ball to Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and handing it to Christian McCaffrey and playing behind a good offensive line with the number one defense on the other side of the ball. But the fact that they're not burning timeouts because this young quarterback is struggling in the huddle or seeing something he doesn't like at the line of scrimmage, the fact that they're not turning the ball over a bunch. I mean, they have turned the ball over one or fewer times now in their last 12 games and only turned the ball over six times in those 12 games with mm. a rookie quarterback leading their offense. Really is incredible. That's unfathomable. So he does deserve probably even more credit, I would say, than he gets because you do have a lot of people like me who say, hey, let's all settle down. It's it's nice. It's a good story. Yeah, I think both can be true, right? Or he's in an unbelievable situation. Factual. He's also really taking advantage of it. That's also factual. You're right. I think because we overcompliment, not over, but we compliment 
the surroundings, which are incredible. Maybe the best running back in the league. You know, an, an unbelievable multifaceted weapon in Debo Samuel. As, as good a tight end as you'll ever find in George Kittle, how versatile he is. I mean, how many tight ends are making that bobble catch that he made this past week? It's Kelsey. It's him. And I guess if, um, what am I blanking on his name? Oakland. Darren Waller, if he's healthy. That's probably the list of guys that could make that play. Right, so that that goes, uh, you know, on on the ledger for a completion for Purdy, but at the same time, he's the same guy who spun out to the left, had the vision, made that pass. I mean, it's all feeding off each other, right? He's re- he's really really impressive at this stage. You're going to make the case. It sounds like for the Bengals and the Chiefs being better than the NFC Championship game. The question we're asking you guys, you could tweet us your responses at Grant H Paulson at Funny Danny. You can hit us up on the phones eight hundred. 636-1067, which of these two title games will be more competitive? The two best quarterbacks playing are playing in the AFC title game. This has a chance to be the you get the ball, then I get the ball, then you get the ball, and I get the ball. This has a chance to be like that Buffalo-Kansas City game uh, of last year, which was the game of the year. This has a chance to feature offense, which is what the league is all about at this stage. I think the other game, well, it's actually going to be very entertaining, but I'm here picking nits, is basically has a chance to be the pitcher's duel, has a chance to be a lots of punts, fair catches, field position, and things that frankly are not very much fun to watch. I think this game will ring the bell. I think this game has the potential to be an all-time classic. Yeah, I think that the upside for this game is definitely higher. Like, let's just say the Bengals play a nearly perfect game and so do the Chiefs. This is a game where everyone hits all their bets, if you if you know what I mean. Yep. Like, everyone is betting overs for the yardage for running backs and, ru- and receivers and quarterbacks. And it's one of those games where everyone gets to eat because it's a 40 to 34, you know, 37, 33 kind of game. I think we could definitely see that. That could be really fun and really exciting. There is also, to me, a small possibility, not a great possibility, but I think there's a small chance that the Chiefs, if Mahomes is confined to the pocket and not able to essentially do what he does as a great quarterback extending the play that the Bengals could handle them. And I don't think it'll, it'll ever get ugly. I mean, the chiefs offense is so potent and so prolific that they always have a chance to get back into games because they can score fast. But wouldn't you have made the same case for Bengals bills last week is kind of my retort. I would have that game turned into Cincinnati's defense shoving it on Buffalo. And with a healthy Allen, I would make the case that the Bills at home last week were a more formidable, scary offense than the Chiefs with a watered-down version of Mahomes might be this week. Is that a stretch? That's certainly possible. It's definitely not a stretch to say that. I guess if that's the question, then yeah, it's not a stretch. Especially with the snow and the weather because you know this. I mean, if it's snowing or the surface is slick, mm-hmm. that is an advantage to the offense out wide, not the defense. The receiver knows where they're going, kind of sets up their routes. The DBs don't. And they still had no problem. Had nothing. Held yeah. Stephon Diggs down. I mean, the Bengals' defense is probably the most underrated and undervalued, under-talked about side of a football in the sport this year, in my opinion, under Inaromo. So I just think that you're right. Ceiling is really good. I have a hard time believing San Francisco and Philly goes any other way but a one-possession game. Like, what is the script for this to be a blowout? That Purdy just throws three picks? That the Eagles, who had 70 sacks this year, have seven or eight? He fumbles twice, throws two interceptions. And That's they, it to me. Is they it, win 31-14? The slipper doesn't fit anymore. 
and you face a grown-up, badass opponent that is your perfect kryptonite for, for, for that offense. Maybe I'll look really silly when I the don't. day ends, but I think there's a much better chance that Mahomes may end up immobile and in the pocket being closer to just kind of another quarterback and not Patrick Mahomes. Hurts that game more than Purdy just plays terribly for San Francisco. And it's not like he doesn't have the ability to be bad. The guy was the last pick in the draft for a reason. He's sure. undersized. There's all kinds of flaws. Philly gets a lead. Now you got to drop back a bunch of times. And yeah. that's the big question I do have, right? So San Francisco's offensive line is really good. If you go player by player, though, they're really only excellent at one position, and that is our guy, Trent Williams, at left tackle, the longtime Washington Redskin. On the interior, their right guard is named Spencer Buford. He's a fourth-round pick this year. He's a rookie starter. If you look at his numbers, this guy went to UTSA, I think it was. He is really good in the run game. And this is not surprising because this is kind of how Kyle Shanahan and Mike operated here as well. They like these guys who can, in zone, fit A little bit really undersized, well. very mobile. Exactly. But mm-hmm. you know what happens? Just like some of the guards in the centers, the Montgomery, Lichtensteiger types that they had here, this guy really struggles to hold up and pass pro occasionally. And even though he's a, a big boy, he's six foot four, 300 pounds, it's just not his strength. Now, PFF graded him, I think it was like 62 in pass pro. Not a particularly good grade, but not horrendous. And that was for the season. Mm-hmm. If you look at obvious passing downs, and the best way to quantify that is when you take out play action, some of the things you do to kind of disguise passing on rundown, so to speak, his grade drops into the low 40s. Ooh. Like he was really, really rough this year when passing on a passing, or pass blocking, I should say, pass setting on an obvious passing down. And you say, well, that's one guy, whatever, Spencer Buford, right guard. The Eagles' interior is really good. That's the Javon Hargrave-Fletcher-Cox section. That's an 18-sack <laughs> tandem. There. Yeah. That's, that's John Allen and Deron Payne totals, right? I mean, those two guys can take games over. So I like McGlinchey at right tackle. I love Williams at left tackle. I am not as sold on the inside Banks, Brendel, and, and Buford for the 49ers, and that is one area where if you say this game could go sideways for San Francisco, I could see that being a problem. But I would say almost the same thing for the Eagles in terms of game script. If Philly falls behind and has to throw it, can Jalen Hurts just be a pocket passing, they know you're throwing, it's time to make throws, quarterback? He has been spectacular with his accuracy. I think he's actually been a a really, really good passer this year. But it is very different throwing the ball, whether it's short or downfield, where he's been good. In downs where the defense doesn't know what's coming. You know, we've just we've talked about this for years with quarterbacks who do a great job in these kind of schemed up offenses. It's third and eleven. Now what? Make your money. And the the third and eleven make your money game version is when you're down seventeen to three. When you're down twenty to seven in the second half. And I don't think, just going back over their games, I don't think they really had many of those this year. They didn't. Right? Where they were trailing. I mean, listen, teams come back all the time. It's on, on a weekly basis. Maybe not the twenty seven points the Jaguars overcame to beat the Chargers, but because of the the rules and how easy it is to throw the ball, teams will get behind by a score or two and, and come back and, and the like. I don't I'm just looking back over their games. I don't remember them having a double digit trailing moment 
where they came back. Even against Washington, it was still back and forth until the very end, I feel like. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing something. But I, mean, I feel they like they started out down 14 nothing against Jacksonville way back uh, when they played them in October. Four? But that was, again, this first quarter. Yeah, there you go. So I don't think you're overly concerned at that point. And they scored 20-some unanswered and took the lead into halftime. But, yeah, I'm not saying he can't do it. I do think. But has he done it against San Francisco? That's kind of my point. No. I mean, they haven't. Neither of these teams has played a defense like the one they're going to play. There's just so many things about this game that I love. You made a good point, which is people like seeing offense. Mm-hmm. They like seeing scoring of and, and big plays. It's not like the Eagles can't do that. They got a 1,500-yard receiver in A.J. Brown. Oh, they can do anything. They got a 1,000-yard receiver in, in Smith, who's outstanding on the other side. San Francisco, they can strike up the band from pretty much anywhere on the field. I mean, Debo Samuel gets the ball with a, with a window on, on a screen. It's curtains. Uh, you've seen McCaffrey rip off big gains. Brandon Ayuk, I think, is carves people up. Great route runner. Really underrated. I, I love, though. I really do. Maybe I'm the minority. I love a 17-14. Six minutes left. Great defensive struggle. Bad offense is a different thing. If it's 13-10 because the commanders are playing the Giants, that's not the same thing. But when you get the number one defense and the number two defense in the NFL this year, playing head-to-head, and it's 17-13 in the fourth quarter. Frankly, a lot like what we just saw. You mean to tell me the Dallas-Philly game wasn't damn good? Like, that wasn't bad offense. That's awesome defense both ways. I think those games are great. Those are those games are good, but they're still not as high as that 37-34 shootout. I, I hear what you're saying. I smell what you're cooking. I, I just like good football. I'm not going to complain. I ain't turning it off either way. But there, the, the, the gold standard for me is that Kansas City-Buffalo game last year. I, I want that in my eyeballs forever. I, I want that. I just want those kinds of games all the time where I go, the team that I root for can't play in a game like that. I want them to be able to one day. Maybe one day it'll happen. But that was that to me was perfect television. I want that. This is partially why, though, I know we don't need to get to the Super Bowl just yet, but when you look ahead to the Super Bowl, uh-huh. I think whatever matchup we get is going to be excellent. Because it's an excellent team, yeah. Because you're going to get defense running game out of the NFC pretty much. And more of a, you know, the Bengals like to run it a little bit more. And the, the Chiefs, to their credit, have become physical up front with Isaiah Pacheco. But it's going to be a little bit more spread you out. Let's sling it around from the AFC. And the NFC is trying to, to punch you in the mouth a little bit more. And I just, I love those contrasting styles. Clashes yeah, all of about styles. It. All about it. Can be really, really fun. He's Danny. I'm Grant. You can hit us up again at Grant H. Paulson at Funny Danny on Twitter. You want to keep the conversation going on this uh, topic there. Next, Steve Wilkes. Saved the Panthers' season as an interim head coach and didn't get their head coaching job. We've seen this trend recently in the NFL. Is this a problem for the league in some way? We can dive into that on G&D here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.